So during the week, I was talking to uh, a few different tradesmen and people who have worked with tradesmen. And uh, I remember myself as well, growing up in a, in a farm at home, there's often a, a problem, an issue uh, with tradesmen or with, with those kind of professions that you might not get paid. As in, you do a job for someone, it's a plumbing job, it's an electrical job, you build a wall or whatever it is, you agree on a price, all that kind of thing, you do the job and then you come and uh, there's your invoice. So um, um, any chance you could pay me? Yep, no bother, no bother, I'll have that sorted for you now, I'll get, get, get that to you for the end of the month. And it tends to be, interestingly, from, from what these people say to me, is that the bigger the person's car, the bigger your employer's car is, the less likely you are to get paid. <laughs> you know, so you can actually build a house for a fella and he mightn't actually give you a cent. So there was this uh, young builder who was uh, just starting out. He was building a house for a, I believe they're called a big shot. So he's building this house for a big shot, and uh, the guy had a reputation for not paying, right? So he was taught by a slightly older builder how to um, take out what, what was known as builder's insurance. Okay, I'll explain what that is in a second. So he builds the house. Um, and builds the, the, the chimney stacks and the whole lot, all good. Then he comes to, man, comes to, to, to the, the owner of the house and says, okay, that's, that's, the, that's the bill there, what, what they had agreed on, all good. Your man said, yeah, no problem at all. Months later, no sign of the money. But, uh, but the proprietor was complaining to the, to, the, to the builder constantly. He said, whatever you did with that chimney, it's absolutely useless. There is no draft out of it. And any time we light the stove... The whole place billows with smoke. This is an absolute disaster. And he said, well, look, I mean, if, if, you, know, if you pay up, I'll consider, I'll, I'll go have a look at it. But there's no point paying. Look, you probably have to take the whole chimney down, but that's all coming out of your pocket, says the proprietor. And the, the builder says, look, I'll have a look at it, but you pay me first. You pay me first, and then if there's anything else that needs to be done, we'll, 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 we'll sort it out afterwards. Uh, so reluctantly, your man pays him anyway. The, the, the proprietor pays the builder and all is good. So then the builder then one day uh, decides to have a look, well, heads over, to undo what he had deliberately done. In the chimney stack, he put in a sheet of glass. It was built into the chimney. So all he had to do to fix it was just drop a stone down and ping, the chimney would now work. Uh, but it's, it's terrible, like... That piece of them, this is what he did, then your man was delighted and so on and so forth. But that's what he had to do to get his money. Basically, bottom line, we don't like getting used. Nobody likes getting used. No one likes feel like they've been no one likes feeling like they've been walked on. Okay? And it's interesting, like um in uh, what I do as a priest, uh I have to and I should see things in, in, in not in business terms. I can't, I shouldn't. Like if if, if I were to think of my priesthood, how can I make more money? out of this how can i squeeze more money out of the faithful imagine like imagine waking up with those kind of thoughts and uh you know just try, trying to to make your, your your job more lucrative what if i gave more talks what if i ignore the little parishes and only go to the big lucrative parishes i mean all that kind of imagine having that kind of ridiculous mentality in the business world you kind of have to as in the business world you have to pay your employees you have to pay your taxes you have to pay a whole lot of bills to pay so you have to make your business work you do have to kind of think in terms of how can we sell our product more effectively, more ch cheaply, more competitively, whatever it may be. Okay. But that's not how it works. It cannot be how it works in the faith. It cannot be how it works in, 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 in the priesthood. It, it's never, ever about our own gain. 
Okay, so that means though that this, this difficult or kind of sad reality may well uh, be present that we get used. That's not only likely, I would say that's inevitable because what we do for people, what, what the church offers people, uh, while yes, look, there may be donations, there's a bit of a collection basket passed around. If you don't pay ever for 10 years, you can still receive Holy Communion. If you put nothing into your uh, collection envelope, you can still receive it. Like, there's no one going to strike you off the list. You know, these are recommendations that are, they, they help the local parish and pay for the electricity and insurance and all that. But if you don't pay, you're not kicked out. It's not a, like a membership fee. If you pay nothing, you can still receive all of the sacraments. So, so the, when, when it comes to this idea of being used within the church, that may well happen to, to us as priests or to the parish in general, you know. And this, 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 it does happen. It does happen. Now, I'm not here, by the way, I'm not, like, not playing the martyr here or anything, the, the victim, poor me. Never. Absolutely not. Uh, but it's, just, it's, it's an interesting truth and reality of making ourselves bridges between where people are and where, people, where, where God is calling people to be. There are times in order for people to get there, they have to, they have to walk on you. St. Faustina says, Help me, Lord, that my heart may be merciful, so that I myself may feel all the sufferings of my neighbor. I will refuse my heart to no one. I will be sincere, even with those who I know will abuse my kindness. I remember reading this one at home. I remember my, my mom reading this one at home, and she was going, my God, bless us and save us. How are we, and how are we supposed to do that? You know? I will be sincere even with those who I know will abuse my kindness. Now, thinking about this, you know, how, how at times we know we will be taken for granted. We know that our good efforts or our service uh, will not be repaid. And yet we do it anyway. Okay, if we take a little, kind of a, a broader look at this though, I was thinking uh, this actually happens to, to a lot of people in a way. I mean, think of nurses, right? They're changing bedpans and they're changing infected wounds and all that manky stuff that goes on with it, right? Draining, draining wounds. My goodness, right? Draining pus-filled feet. There we go. We have a person here who absolutely loves feet. So, and all that kind of thing, right? And then the patient leaves the hospital, doesn't even know what the nurse's name was, goes on playing football and whatever, and kind of forgets the gross things that this nurse or these nurses had to do for them. Teachers in the same way, like students who reluctantly go to school and just think that like, life is just going to kind of magically work out. I don't have to do any study. I'm just going to magically appear in college. And then I'm going to magically finish it with a degree. And then I'm going to magically walk into a job. That's how it works in the real world, isn't it? No. And teachers know this. So the teachers that are pushing the students and encouraging them and staying after hours and half finishing their projects for them which they're not supposed to do doing absolutely everything so that this ungrateful child can get through the leaving cert and will they get a bonus for it no will they even get a thank you card probably not actually okay then in power situations power scenarios as well similarly you know with youth groups and all that kind of thing people can you know you can really you can give your heart and soul to people and then at the end you get nothing okay now again this isn't about us being victims or martyrs or anything the point I want to make is that I think this all goes back to one concept. Uh, as parents, right from the very beginning, 
everything from, from nappy changes to feeds to bandaging wounds to teaching virtue and all that kind of thing. So much of that is done. The groundwork is done in, in a child's formation before they're probably six or seven. I remember practically nothing of my years from naught to seven. I mean, junior infants, I, I don't have any memories at all. Uh, there was a whole year there, I, pff, I don't remember anything. Senior infants, I don't, I don't even know who my teacher was. Sister Mary Paul, I think, she was one or the other uh, in, in the presentation there in Thurlis, in a prefab. Um, I, I've practically no memories, and yet, me, I was formed in those years, <clears throat> completely unknowns to myself. It was just all, you know, you're just, you're just picking up what you see around you, and you emulate, and you copy what you see. All that's being done. Point is that when we walk with people in the faith, which we all must do in our own way, all the baptized, all of us are called to missionary. It's not just the job of the priest or the religious. <coughs> all of us are called to do this <coughs> in a way. This is fatherhood. This is motherhood. To serve and to not count the cost. To such be used, and I'm saying I use that term carefully. If you know, if, if someone is in a violent relationship or an abusive relationship they can and probably should go uh, if their if their own life or the lives of their children are in danger that's a different thing but i just mean a person's goodness being used if if that happens us i look at the lord <laughs> look at the lord look at what look at what jesus did there he is healing and preaching and teaching and doing good and all going well for three years <clears throat> more or less and then one week they welcome him into Jerusalem singing hosannas and the whole lot and within one week they're screaming for his death. So this is what we do then as missionaries, what we do as priests, what we do when we help people in general, more globally, uh, is, is a, a share in the paternity or maternity uh, of God. We, we're, 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 we're being mothers and fathers to those around us because we give without counting the cost. Do you know, like there's a an expression one hears in the world quite a bit, you know, what's in it for me? What's in it for me? So, mom, you want me to do the wash up? All right, what's in it for me? What's in it for you? Uh, clean plates for the next meal, because if you don't clean them, I'm going to give them to the dog to lick off, and that'll be your plate, Sonny. All right? Dishes now. Okay, so, uh, so yeah, this is how it works. We, 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 we learn to give without counting the cost, and that's Paternity, that's maternity. That's how we serve. It's also how we grow as people. It stops us focusing on ourselves. What's in it for me? <laughs> if we get this right, what's in it for you is heaven. What's in it for you is knowing that through your self-sacrifice, some soul got to heaven. Some person was healed uh, of, of, of memories and wounds and hurts because of your goodness and kindness and generosity. That's, that's what's in it for you. So we ask the good Lord to take away our fear of, of service, our fear of giving if nothing is given back to us. Take away our, our fear of being used. And Lord, that all that we might do will be motivated by pure love of you. Amen. So dear brothers and sisters, thank you so much for joining us for uh, this homily via YouTube, via 
our live stream or via the various podcasts. Uh, thank you so much for, for being part of our extended family, uh, wherever you may be. Uh, if these have helped you in some way, if they have they've blessed you, if they've helped you uh, in your faith in some way in order to uh, facilitate our mission and, and, and encourage our mission, allow our mission to continue, uh, you might consider uh, maybe donating towards a holy family mission, towards our formation of our young people here in uh, a place near Clonmel uh, in County Tipperary in, in Ireland. So if you wish, you can do so through our website, holyfamilymission.ie, and there's a donate tab there, and we greatly appreciate any help that you can give us. Obviously, we'd be delighted for your prayers as well. Please do pray for us. Uh, this is not just <coughs> a battle against flesh and blood, but also, obviously, we're engaged in a whole spiritual battle here as well. So we need your help uh, on the spiritual front as well as on the material front in order to, to uh, allow our mission to continue. So thank you so much for your, for your generosity and for your support, and be assured of our prayers, especially on Wednesday when we offer our Mass and our prayers for all of our friends and benefactors. So God bless you, and we'll hopefully see you or hear you uh, on a future podcast for homily. God bless. <laughs>